0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-founders of Popcorn Prattle. We are so glad to have you on this, a very, very special awards show on this, our awards weekend. Yay! my gosh it's so crazy um if this is your first time listening to popcorn prattle uh we are but a humble podcast that likes to talk about movies but not in a pretentious way but in a way as if you were seeing movies and you just want to talk about it with your best good buddies and of course i'm joined by my best good buddies uh first up you know them you love them it's the man the myth the legend it's mr stephen bailey stephen say hi to the folks at home Hello, folks at home. And of course, you know her, you love her. She's the ever so lovely, the ever so talented. She is our Stardust app ambassador, Miss Lindley Key. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home.
1: Hello,
2: folks at home.
0: Guys, this is going to be a great episode. Um, I'm excited. I've, I've been thinking about this episode for... Like for a while now, and then once I started doing like a lot of like the promo art for our awards weekend, um, I got pumped. I was like, I was like, why can't it be recording day now, Um, so that we could talk about these these movies and and also figure out the results of uh, our first annual Butter Bowl, which is exciting. (laughs) Um, Audience for tonight's show it is strictly about the awards. We're going to be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um we're going to be critiquing the Oscars. Um this is a solely solely about awards and what deserves to be uh in our opinion uh recognized as the creme de la creme of cinema. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh and 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 just to be clear Steve and I actually don't know the results of the Butter Bowl. You all voted. You all went on Instagram. Uh, you all went on Twitter. You went on Facebook. You found the link. You went to the Google Doc. And you voted. And a, a great deal of you voted. But we have no idea the results. Only Lindley does. And so <laughs> I am. I am so excited. <laughs> about this. Um, I'm, I'm I, excited
2: to share with you the mm-hmm. winners because some of them, some of them I kind of expected, but then others, I did not see it coming.
0: Were there upset? I really didn't.
2: Um, I don't know. I think that for me, there was an upset.
1: Mm. <gasps> for Ooh. me, there was
2: an upset just because I know my pick, like my, my pick didn't win this category and I thought it was going to, but it didn't.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. i'm
2: i'm excited i'm I'm excited (laughs) it's gonna be good i can't wait for you guys to hear the winners
0: well that's excellent before we get into our our discussion uh today or tonight whenever you guys are listening to this hopefully you're listening to this before the oscars um Ah! so that you can get our picks uh we want to take a moment to just say if you listen to our show and you're really enjoy it, you're like, hey, I really like what those Popcorn Prattle peeps are doing, um, please, please, please uh, subscribe to us. Give us a like. Give us a great review on iTunes because little things like that um, help us out tremendously as far as getting the word out and letting people know that Popcorn Prattle is is the film talk podcast to listen to, yeah. I mean there's other great ones, but we're also great too, so if you feel that way if you if you really like what we're what we're selling um again, let your friends know, let them know to come hear us on popcorn prattle uh we are here bi weekly and you can find us on most major platforms such as iTunes Podable, uh podbean everywhere um And also, I wanted to take a moment to give a little shout out to our partners in crime, uh, the members of Savage Tech. I actually got a chance to watch the Savvies earlier in the evening, and they are too funny. We got to have them back on the show again sometime, guys. (laughs) Please. Because they they just get funnier and funnier. Um, And of course, I was was a little nervous because I thought maybe, just maybe, uh, Savage Tech was going to walk away with no awards, but... I mean, come on! It's Savage Tech. Of course, they were gonna come away with all the awards. <laughs> yes. uh, and I and I would be remiss if I did not uh, give uh, Miss Lindley Key here a shout out. <clears throat> and I'm actually gonna encourage her to explain to us uh, and to our audience what exactly is the Stardust app. How can they get it? What is it? And where can they find you?
2: Well, Stardust is a free app on of uh, you know all of the all of the devices. I'm an iPhone girl myself, but if you have a Samsung Galaxy, you know, that's okay too. I won't judge. Um, But again, and I will say this again, we're not getting paid to say this. I just really love this app. It is something where you can go and give a short little reaction to something you just watched. Whether it's a trailer that just came out. Or a movie, a TV show you just watched. I just re, I just, I've been reacting to a lot of TV lately. Um, I just reacted to season three of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which I've talked about about Crazy Ex Girlfriend, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. <laughs> which audience, if you watch it and have not watched season three, which is now on Netflix, get your tissues ready because I didn't just cry; I was full on sobbing.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: I was not expecting it, but it's great. Um, I've been watching the Alienist. Reacted to that, and I just looked. Now I I've become a um, Stardust superstar on the app. I just hit a five hundred followers.
0: What I Whoa. yeah,
2: I'm I'm very so to all of you guys who follow me on Stardust. Thank you. You're awesome, and you guys should. Uh, Let me know your screen names so I can see your lovely reactions as well. I'd love to see them.
0: Excellent. So, Lindley, we, we, we fully support everything that you're doing, and we love it, and we continue to wish you a lot of success on, on the Stardust app. And like Lindley said, go check her out on there. She's got great reactions. She's doing reactions to some great, great uh, TV shows. Uh, have you done one to This Is Us yet?
2: I... I haven't gotten into This as Us.
0: Oh, Lindley, you got to get into I This know. Is Us. I I actually, I was going to do a Stardust reaction of uh, one of the most recent episodes, and it was just going to be me crying.
2: Is it the one
0: where the dude died? Well, yeah, it finally explained how the dad died. And I, I legit cried from the, the moment this, the episode started. Up until the end of the credits. Oh my gosh! And I was just like, I was like, I really want to get on Stardust, but I'm like, I know I look so ugly right now.
1: <laughs> my
2: my Cloverfield reaction, my Cloverfield paradox reaction is just me just in the thinker pose, like.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, I've reacted to Crazy X, The Alienist, which I've gotten into, and another movie that's on Netflix um, called A Feudal and Stupid Gesture. If you're a fan of kind of the golden age of uh, 70s comedy, like it's about the creation of National Lampoon.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw trailers for that.
2: It's not the movie you think it's going to be. Huh. So go go watch my reaction and see if if this is something that you would like to watch, too. I certainly will.
1: Yeah. I, I certainly will.
0: All right. Well, guys. We have gotten the promotional stuff out of the way. I think it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty. Steven, Lindley, are you ready?
2: Ready.
3: Ready.
0: Guys, let's prattle. Um before we get into our Oscar talks, uh I want to I want to give a shout out um and I know she's she's probably not listening. I would love it if she did. Um but I want to give a, a shout out to Bree Larson um who is going to soon be our captain marvel in the Woo! mcu and, and captain
2: my captain
0: she guys she has astounded me so much um because it's it started back when when black panther first came out i know i know you guys are like like when is he going to stop talking about black panther the answer is never, never. um <laughs> Maybe never stop. the answer is the answer's never uh wakanda forever um <laughs> I I noticed something because she, of course, like a lot of the celebrities were uh, that were a part of the MCU are all sending like all these promotional stuff about Black Panther and congratulating the cast. But Brie Larson did something that I thought was so spectacular and so amazing. Uh, she actually started a a Twitter thread asking people to either tell her. If, if they cannot afford tickets to Black Panther or if they were willing to donate money or donate tickets to people so that they could go see the movie. <clears throat> and I thought that was incredible. I, I that just to me that that spoke volumes to how she felt about the movie and how she, how important she felt the movie was. And it is. It's a, it's a very important movie. We've talked about it on the show, um, several times. Um, but recently she was promoting, uh, a wrinkle in time, which, uh, a lot of people, I didn't actually know this until recently. A wrinkle in time actually has a black woman who is a director and it features a young, well, she's biracial, um, but black girl um, as your as your protagonist, and we've talked on the show before, I believe, about *Wrinkle in Time*, and I said that I wasn't too impressed by the movie and the trailer. Um, that I had no real interest in seeing it, and and don't get me wrong i I'm still I'm still not at like Black Panther levels of excitement for this movie. Um, but I would be remiss to say if, um, if I'd be remiss if I didn't say this is a movie that we should be supporting guys. And it's, and simply because it does feature somebody, it does feature people of color and it, uh, features people of, that are not just white men. Um, not, not that there's anything wrong with white men, but. (laughs) White men kind of dominate the silver screen. Um, and it's time for new stories to be told. And we got that with Black Panther. And like we said, it has been very successful by leaps and bounds. Um, <laughs> and it's still, I think it's still waiting to get released overseas, right? Like in China and whatnot, in those mm-hmm. big uh, yeah. those big markets. Um, so cool. you know it's going to do even more um, great work probably this weekend. Um, I think I'm going to actually try to go see it this weekend again, Heck, but even I even went and saw it. Even Steven went to go see Black Panther guys. So Dave, hi, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. And <laughs>
3: Dave's
0: <can't>... like, <laughs> yes, hey Dave. and pistol. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, uh, you can't make fun of Steven because he actually got a chance to see Black Panther and... <laughs> Again, I just feel like this is, um, this is another movie that is, is going to be important. Um, and because it's not like Black Panther, um, it kind of needs even more support. So here on Popcorn Prattle, before we start into our nitty-gritty talks about the Oscars and our Butter Bowl nominations, we want to take a moment to kind of shout out, give a highlight to um, a piece of cinema, that is uh that features so much diversity and hopefully you guys will go see it. Mm. So, yeah. Do you guys have anything to add before we keep going or
2: No, I just no, I think I it's think fantastic. All. Yeah.
0: All, all righty, guys. Now, let's dig into the 90th Academy Awards. Um I this is this is an interesting lineup. I I'm not <clears throat> I feel like every year, like I look at the lineup for who's nominated and I'm kind of like, "Uh, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you know, actually care about the Oscars this year. Um, There's some good choices. Yeah. All all around um, that were nominated. And it really could go either way with any of these. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm surprised by some of the, by some of the nominations. Some I'm not, Uh and I'm wondering how much is going to. um I wonder. I'm wondering how the trends from like the Golden Globes f- and through all the other awards to now, how is that going to translate, and can that translate to a big, big <laughs> Oscar win for some of these for some of these films that have already gotten a lot of attention?
1: That's always a, uh, a weird so line. So I about.
0: so I've done a lot of talking. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to let you guys decide. Where do we want to start? Um, we're not an audience. We're not going to talk about all of the categories cause we want to get to the butter bowl, but we want to talk about some of the bigger ones. Um, Stephen, you've, you've been awfully quiet. Where, where would you like to start on this journey, sir?
3: Um, well, I guess if there was a category to choose from, uh, let's start with animated feature film. Nice choice. Um, I don't know, just, yeah, I've learned a lot about just the process of animation lately, and I don't know, I think this might be a good place to start. But I'll be the first to say that I didn't see a single one of these animated films this year. Um, I've only heard Mm -hmm. of two, three of them, and none of them looked that interesting, except for Coco. Coco kind of looked interesting, but I didn't get a chance to see it. So, I don't, I, I have to say that, Based on all the reviews and the trailers I was seeing, I'm not sure how Boss Baby got nominated. Yeah, right? especially hey. with
2: especially now with who voices <clears throat> Boss Baby?
3: Yeah. Mhm. It just yeah, I don't I don't this was a weird choice. Yeah. I mean, there there are great animated films out there. Yeah. I mean, I hope the Academy recognizes this. Right?
2: Yeah. You would think. But you look back a couple of years, especially when um, Frozen was nominated. Mm-hmm. It was, y- you saw a lot of the pa- the ballots, and they voted for Frozen just because, like, oh, I i don't know what any of these other nominees, so I saw Frozen, let's just go with that. You, mm-hmm. If you're going to vote for something, mm-hmm. you got to have seen it. Um, I, I
3: think that's... Well, I think I think that might also be a concern in the animation community is that a lot of people in the academy kind of look at animated features as being beneath them, almost mm-hmm. like oh that's you know kids stuff. But you know if you kind of look back at the late '90s, there were a lot of really good animated films. Yeah,
2: I uh, mean, that's... well, there's there's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast was the first animated feature. This was before there was an animated feature category. It was nominated for best picture and there's a Uh reason why because Mm -hmm. they're not just movies for kids some of them are like boss baby is stretching it a bit but there are some animated features where it's just that style of filmmaking is what fits the platform and what fits the story the best
0: well, I mean, and and I and I completely agree. I feel like movies like uh like Loving Vincent, I see is on this list. Um this is a movie that I I had heard about for I think for a couple of years now. Um that kept coming up on my Facebook news feed. And I feel like this is a this is a movie that is not, you know, it's animated definitely um but it's not necessarily a, like a kids movie i'm mm-hmm. actually surprised to see Same it on the uh, best animated feature um except i guess i shouldn't have been surprised because i mean it's animated um like it's like i can't remember how many different artists uh helped to create the, the images that you saw in this film. But to me, this is, Loving Vincent is a, is the type of film. Now, granted, I did not see it. Um, so I'm like you, Stephen. There, there, there's a lot of these movies I didn't get to see. Um, but I feel like a movie like Loving Vincent, that should kind of be more so in the, you know, best picture categories. I don't know if it was good enough to be best picture but to me that's that's what it feels like it should be like it shouldn't be you know just best animated feature because because you're right Lindley mm-hmm. best animated feature does have like a negative connotation to it like that it's for kids that it's not as good as the other categories that are on this list it can't um, play with
2: the big boys
0: right you know i think i think uh i think coco is probably another movie that I heard good things about and the animation for it looked great. Um, I'll be very excited to, to finally watch it on, uh, Netflix because I know it'll be, it'll be on Netflix. Um, but it's Boss Baby,
2: yeah.
0: But Boss Baby Ferdinand, um, I was not, I mean, I wasn't excited to, to watch those. There are very few, uh, you know, animated films that I am excited to see anymore. Um, there's definitely some exceptions to the rule, but as of right now, like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's almost like they, they bought into the idea that they are for kids. And mm-hmm. you get surprised when like Pixar does something that's dark and thought provoking and can relate to both kids and adults. Um, and that's, and that's why I I always gravitate more towards Pixar films. Um, but I guess that's why I thought like things like Loving Vincent and Coco, which have those darker themes or more mature themes to it. That's why I gravitated more, more so to those. And if I was going to purchase a ticket, those were the two I was going to pick. Um, I think Loving Vincent might actually take this one if I can go ahead and put in my prediction, I think loving Mm. Vincent is going to take it either loving Vincent or Coco. Um, I don't know anything about the breadwinner Ferdinand. I know John Cena's in it, but you can't see him. So I don't understand how you were going to enjoy the film. Um, sorry, that's a WWE (laughs) joke. And, and boss baby, my students hate boss baby. So if my students hate an animated film, I'm pretty sure it's a bad one. Um, Cause they they like I feel like they like I mean they like SpongeBob so for them to say not, Boss not Baby Sponge, is bad
2: not SpongeBob the animated show SpongeBob the musical
0: well no both but they love no. SpongeBob the musical but I, I the SpongeBob, SpongeBob the animated SpongeBob. show ah uh, we won't get into anyways, it anyways we, we got too anyways. much to discuss tonight well we'll talk <laughs>
2: we'll talk musicals on another episode
0: indeed um what what would you guys predict is your uh, is gonna take this one.
2: I'm gonna go with Coco just because mm. and again, I'm Lisa Stephen, I haven't seen any of these, but I know that usually when Disney Pixar is nominated for an animated feature, it's gonna win.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
2: mm-hmm. honestly, I think it might be either Coco or the Breadwinner. Cause I know I know what the story is of the breadwinner, and I'm just like, that's really a good story.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh what about you Steven?
3: Um <clears throat> I'm going to have to agree with you. Um it's either going to be Coco or Loving Vincent. But, you know, again because I just feel like cuz they did a survey a few years ago about the academy members' thoughts uh mm-hmm. on animated films <clears throat> and uh their responses ranged from oh I didn't see any of them to mm-hmm. literally animations just for my kids. I saw them when I was 6. I took my six year old. That's it. Um and so I feel like not many of them are gonna have seen Loving Vincent probably. So it, mm. it'll probably by default go to Coco.
0: Hmm. Well, we shall <coughs> we shall certainly see about about that. And you know, hopefully hopefully that category can get a little bit more love than than what it has been getting. Uh Lindley, where should we go next?
2: Let's let's talk some of the acting categories. Let's go. Uh let's start with the supporting. Let's go. Supporting okay. actor and actress. All right.
0: Uh, okay. So let's see who we got here. We've got Willem Defoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer, Sam Rockwell for Best Supporting Actor, Mary Day, De- Mary, excuse me, Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Allison Janney for iTonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. This, the list on Best Supporting Actress is a lot more impressive. And a lot harder to decide upon than the best supporting actor. Yeah. Um, I... To me, best supporting to best supporting actor, there's it's I think it's gonna be between Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell. Ew. Um, I mean those are I mean those are two I I've heard good things about both of them in that in that particular movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I feel like Christopher Plummer I, Not to take anything away from, him, I think he gets a lot of credit because he took the role after Kevin Spacey was removed,
2: which I think that that should is that's something to be commended for
0: it is it is, but is that enough, but is that enough to say like he should get the award over you know someone like Sam Rockwell um who I'm, like i said like seem like seems to have like a really good handle on that character within that particular movie. Um, which I will see tomorrow.
2: I'm just still salty that Army Hammer is not on this list.
0: Oh, Lindley, the Valentine's episode is over. You can't talk about <laughs> Army Hammer anymore.
2: I can talk about Army Hammer all
0: at once. <laughs> you can um, only talk about Army Hammer on, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I do. Oh, this is hard. I. I know who I think and who I want to win Best Supporting Actress. And that's Alison Janney. Because mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. performance in I Tonya was fantastic. Like, I was, I hated her in the best way possible. Like, hate in the best way. Like, she portrayed her character amazingly. I love Alison Janney, but I hated her character. And mm-hmm, she did mm-hmm. it so well um octavia spencer i love her i think she's fantastic but her role in shape of water like she had one like really intense scene but compared to her work in like the help it's mm-hmm. not as like standout of performance not it doesn't make it like not good it's just right compared right. to the other ladies on this list Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think she has a chance. I still love her, and while I don't think she's this one is going to win, I would like to point out the amazement that Mary J. Blige is nominated for a Netflix original movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Can we talk about that? Like, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a
0: statement. It's definitely a statement that I feel. I feel like people are more accepting of the films that Netflix puts out, regardless of the reviews that they seem to be getting. Um, people enjoy watching the Netflix original content, and it's not, and a lot of times it's not beneath anything that you see on TV or in theaters. Um, and I feel like even if Mary J. Blige does not necessarily win, uh, for, for Mudbound, I think I think you're right, Lily. I think the fact that she's even on on this list mm-hmm. says a lot about people's perceptions about you know uh, streaming and the original content that is coming out through it. Hmm.
2: Agreed. Steven, what I do you think? I
0: personally think I based on what you've said about Itania, I think Allison Janney stands a good chance. The only person on this list though that I feel can take it from her is Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird, yeah. and that's because Lady Bird I think is the is the movie to beat this year.
2: Oh, who yeah. we have Varying opinions, Marcus.
0: No, no, no. I've no. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I haven't seen Lady Bird. This is this is going based off of what I've seen online, what I've seen people talk about. There's a lot of chatter about Lady Bird. Now maybe that is just for Sorcy Ronan, and maybe that's just her performance, and that's fine. But from what I from what I can tell from the interwebs, Lady Bird <laughs> is the movie to beat this year it's like lady bird and shape of water it keeps going back and forth three billboards got a lot of hype during the golden globes and i thought it three billboards was gonna walk in guns ablazing blazing into the oscars but from what i can tell it's now between lady bird and the shape of water i don't know <clears throat> i i find it fun Either way, I find it fun because I haven't seen either of them yet, so <laughs> I'm just going based off of what people have said before.
2: Yeah. Stephen, what do you think?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stephen, what about you? Who do you uh, who do you like on on these two lists?
3: I have not seen more so the any. more the
0: supporting f- actresses because the men are kind of black.
3: Um, I'm wondering why the. Uh... Girl who played Laura in Logan isn't on this list, but that's just oh my gosh, movie. yes! The
2: Academy hates comic <sighs> book
3: movies, and they hate children. <laughs>
0: oh no, no! they don't hate children because La- Jennifer Lawrence was young when she got when she yeah, won. but she
2: wasn't a kid. i no, she more was
3: like- an adult by then
0: though.
2: I'm thinking more and an adult.
3: Wasn't she like eighteen? So that was different.
2: Wasn't she eighteen? <laughs>
3: No, I'm she's like more, 20, 21, somewhere in there.
2: I'm thinking more like Anna Paquin in The Piano, um, Saoirse Ronan. What wasn't she nominated for Atonement when she was little? I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact Wikipedia, check that. Wikipedia
3: help me out here.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna fact check. that. I don't think that. she was. Anyways, uh, so yeah.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, it is my turn. I shall pick the next category and we are going to work right at the list and we're going to go to best actor, best actress. Um where the best actor list is a bit more interesting than the best supporting actor list cuz I feel like this this is one where a fight actually could break out. I I really I really would like to take a little a couple moments to figure out who could win on this one. Um mm-hmm. and then of course Best Actress, once again, uh, mm-hmm. Best Actress has some really, really great uh talent here that could walk away with the win, and I'm not quite sure who who can do it. Um yeah.
2: before before you get started, uh she was nominated for atonement. She did not mm. win, but she was nominated. Sorcy. Yeah. Sorcy running
0: I thought, I thought uh, so. I thought she was Saoirse,
3: rhymes with inertia. <laughs> You knew what
0: I was saying. Not mine. You knew what I was saying. I'm looking at, I'm looking here at the best actress list and good God. I love all of these women.
1: I do
0: too. <laughs> like, like there's no, like there's, there's really no weak link among anybody. I would love it. If Sally Hawkins could win. I think oh, she, she was amazing. is great.
2: She was amazing in shape of water. Like I think she, she is wonderful. I don't think she's going to win because honestly, I think Frances McDormand, I it's her time. I think yeah. it's her time. But ooh, Sally Hawkins, it's that nomination is well deserved, <laughs> but I think I think the Academy has gotten to this point where just they can only nominate four women because that fifth spot is always no matter what she's in. It's always going to be reserved for Meryl Streep.
1: But, but
2: the, <laughs> always. The,
0: the, the appeal of Meryl Streep, I feel, is slowly fading. I feel like she is there. I mean, again, all of these women on this list, I feel, have done a better job than Meryl now. Meryl in her prime. Oh, absolutely. Meryl Streep all day. But right now sally hawkins frances mcdormand margo even margo robbie however you say her name ladybird uh (laughs) like i feel like y'all know what i'm talking about i feel like um any one of them could easily take this from her i didn't hear anything about Male Sheep's performance uh in the post but i heard about each and every one of these women um Margot Robbie more so from You, Lindley, uh, which I I value your opinion. Um, but especially, like but I feel like Frances McDormand, I feel like you're right. I feel like it is her time. I just really, I just really want Sally Hawkins to finally win something because I feel like she's great. And I feel like a lot of people don't give her the recognition that she, she truly deserves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, best actor. I mean, look, I'm not even going to I'm not even going to play around with you. I know he's not going to win, but Daniel Kaluuya, if he could win, I would freak out. I would absolutely freak out. Um, And mainly because he he is a great he is a wonderful actor. He Um, really is. He has done phenomenal work. I think he's a little out of his depth in this uh, in this category. There are a lot of good there are a lot of good guys around him they 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 have been through the trenches they have and they have been to I feel like I'm doing sports commentary right now they've <laughs> been to the they have been to the dance before uh, they are great um so I don't think he's going to win but I feel like if he continues to do the great work that he's mm-hmm. been doing, um he's gonna be fine he's gonna be back here he's gonna win a best actor <clears throat> award eventually um personally i think uh I think Gary oldman's gonna take this one
1: hmm. I heard a
0: lot oh, of yeah. great things about him in the darkest hour um the only other person I think could take it, especially <clears throat> since this is is this is his final film right like he's he's done Gary he oldman. No, no, no! Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. I was about to say,
3: yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, so Daniel Day
0: Lewis might. uh, Daniel Day Lewis might take this one. Um, but I I feel like it's. I feel like it's gonna be Gary Oldman this time.
2: I I think you're right, but do you want to know who I think else has a chance?
0: Hmm.
2: I think Timothy Chalamet has a chance. I've heard, and. Fantastic things about his performance. Oh,
1: and I, think, yes. I think this could
2: either be give Gary Oldman his due or it's mm-hmm. going to be the newcomer comes in strong. Because he, Timothy Chalamet was in Call Me By Your Name and Lady Bird this year. So he's been in a few big ones this year.
1: Mm-hmm, and ca- mm-hmm.
2: Call Me By Your Name, I've heard like just his performance alone is, it's very, oof. I don't have the words mm.
0: for it. Yeah, yeah. I and and you know what? And you know what too? I mean, I think that again, we I mean, we're sitting here talking about diversity. Um this is another this is another film that that speaks on diversity, that tells a story that has yeah. not been told. Um and I feel like again, you you've you you got to start acknowledging these films. And especially if they're good, then you know, you have no excuse. <laughs> there's no I mean, excuses anymore um especially when when you know these aren't just played for these moments aren't played for uh shock value you know it's like here's a story here's a good yeah. story that you have not heard before um we've heard most of these stories before um you know minus of course get out um but call me by your name it's it's getting a lot of buzz and i really we like win. it
2: when else are you? We gonna have another great movie about a boy and his peach? <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: Jesus wept, Lindley. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness!
2: Don't, don't Google that while your parents are
3: home, kids. <laughs> it's
0: too uh, late, Stephen, Lindley. Where we...
3: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> Stephen, where we headed? Best director or best picture?
3: Uh, let's go with director. Um, okay. As far as directing goes, again, I have not seen any of these, but there is one choice for me on this list, and it's because I feel like he's been snubbed uh, by the Oscars so many times, and um, <clears throat> that is Christopher Nolan. Um, Ooh. I wanted to Ooh. see... Uh, I wanted to see uh, Dunkirk. I did not get a chance to. Uh, It looked really good. But I've always felt like, you know, his directing style often just has gone unnoticed. And this, I think, is supposed... I think this is his first... um, If I'm not mistaken, his first Academy Award nomination for Best Director. And I just kind of feel like, you know what? Dude's made Inception... Made Batman awesome again. Made Interstellar. <laughs> D- I mean, dude needs to do man. I sure. I I, mm-hmm. my, I want I want Nolan to win personally.
0: <clears throat> I I I do agree with you. I think I think Christopher Nolan is <laughs> a great director. I I actually really enjoy his works. Um, he is in a lot of sense underappreciated as a director. Um, you know, by I feel like you know film types. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I feel like average moviegoers actually really like Christopher Nolan. Um, I I gotta be honest with you, I I would love to see this go to Guillermo del Toro or Jordan Peele. Um, I think Guillermo del Toro more than more than anything else. I think Jordan Peele again. It's it's kind of like Daniel Kaluuya. I think he'll get back to the Academy Awards. Get Out was his first film and it was a slam dunk, critically acclaimed, everybody loved it. Um I think it just has the misfortune of going up against a couple of other films that people, you know, liked more or whatever. Um however you want to put it. Um but I feel like Guillermo del Toro, he is such a beautiful filmmaker. Um Oh yeah. He tells Great stories, and he he just knows he just understands like more than, more so than anything. He he makes great pictures on film, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like he is. I feel like it is his time, and I was so proud of him at uh at the Golden Globes that I I would really love for him to win an Academy Award um for Best Director for Shape of Water. Um, okay. like I said, I feel like he is. I mean, while I would love for Jordan Peele to win it, where I love for Christopher Nolan to win it, Guillermo del Toro, man, he, <clears throat> if you're talking about someone who, who is, uh, who needs to finally get his due, it is him. Christopher Nolan, like I said, people like Jordan Peele and Christopher Nolan, they will be back. Guillermo del Toro might not get another chance. That guy is, he's a weird filmmaker. He's great, but he's a weird filmmaker. Uh, not Baz Lerman weird. But weird. And so I feel like if this is if this is if his movie's getting a lot of buzz, let's make it this movie that puts him over the top. Uh, what about you, Linley?
2: I I totally agree with you. I want Gilmo <clears throat> to win hands down. Like yeah, there, there's really no other person I want to win. I think if anyone, if anyone else has a shot, it's Christopher Nolan, but I want Guillermo to win.
1: Mm-hmm. I, it's mm-hmm.
2: oh shit, because he's a director that not only makes great films, but he makes great worlds. Yeah, and if you want your film to tell just a beautiful story, and just take you to a whole nother place that you could have never imagined for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then he's the director you want to get.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah. I,
2: and I I love the fact that he's a fantasy director, but not just you know ooh fantasy <clears throat> like here's some unicorns and splashing some vampires or things like that. Yeah, I just. Oh, I can't say enough about him. I just love him.
0: Yeah, I. I he's yeah, a pretty cool I'm, dude.
2: He is the coolest of dudes. You're right. He's a
0: righteous dude.
2: He's a righteous. <laughs> oh, all the guys—they just think he's a righteous dude.
0: <laughs> um, and he last but biggie. not least, the biggie, best picture. Biggie, We've biggie, got biggie. "Call Me by Your Name," "Darkest Hour." dunkirk get out Ladybird, phantom thread the post the shape of water three billboards outside ebbing missouri um looking at this list oh sorry i did i say get out yeah okay um looking at this list uh golly this is a hard hard pick if i have if i had to pick one Based on this list, based on what I've heard, I'm going either, and sometimes I feel like I'm cheating when I throw out like two or three choices, but I'm going (laughs) with either three billboards or Call Me By Your Name. Ooh. I don't think. I don't think Get Out. While I, while I'm excited to see that Get Out is on, is up for Best Picture. I don't think Get Out will win. I think that Lady Bird is is getting attention. People seem to really, really like Lady Bird. But again, I think I think Linda, you said it perfectly. This is Francis Frances McDormand's time and that and that movie is a, such a vehicle for her and i feel like it is such it is getting such praise i think three billboards is going to walk away with this um i would love for a movie like call me by your name to get best picture i i just don't know if it's going to happen in this in this this year with you know movies like three billboards um the Shape of Water, Lady Bird, Get Out, Darkest Hour. I think those are those are the biggies. Those are the ones that I feel stand a chance of winning Best Picture. And yet, out of all these three billboards, I think is walking away with the win.
1: Yeah.
0: So I guess I did only have one. It was just one and one consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's
0: what say you?
2: Um. Oh, here here's what, here here is is what, I have three options. I have what I want to win, what I think will mm. win, and my worst case scenario.
0: <laughs> is it the post?
2: Let me, let, let me, let me, let me do this.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: What I want to win is the shape of water. Mm. Just because... So that movie, despite it basically ba- being about a woman falling in love with a fish, mm-hmm. it's just the world it creates. It just sucks you in. Sally Hawkins, just her character itself is so well, she's oh, it's just so good. So that's what I want to win. What I think will win is Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Because it uh, just fantastic performances, fantastic script, fantastic story. Not as much of a, a drawing in movie as something like Shape of Water, but just technically amazing. And my worst case scenario is that every, like, Shape of Water and Three Billboards wins everything else from adapted screenplay, you know, production design, costumes, blah, 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 everything like that. And then we get what's been happening the past few years, where the frontrunners and things that have won everything else don't get best picture. Because think of how it is, like, frontrunner, like two years ago, something, and then Spotlight won. Uh, last year, everyone was saying, la-la-land, 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 and though it almost <laughs> won, it actually went to Moonlight. So my worst case scenario is that everything thinks like three billboards, Shape of Water, Best Picture, The Post. That's my that's my worst case scenario is that the, if The Post takes it because while I have nothing I have nothing against, the, um, Spielberg or uh, Meryl Streep or Tom Hanks I love them all. But that movie, I think Screen Junkie said it best. This movie shouldn't have been called The Post. It should have just been called Oscar Bait: The Movie.
0: Well, we even Th- said that on this show. That that's it's yes. literally it hits like all of those typical tropes that you know you look for in a standard Oscars movie. Yep. And mm-hmm. I and I feel like there's no. That's why I completely write it off because I'm like. This is boring. And I feel like in today's society, we're tired of it. We really are. The post just looks and screams. We were made. This movie was made to win awards.
1: Hmm.
2: Instead
0: of being risky. And trying something new, you know. Yep. And I feel like there's a lot of movies on here that do try something new and it and it's and it's great that they dominate this this particular field. Um but I would love for one of them to get recognized. The Post is the last movie that I would like to win, um personally, just because I feel like it is a slap in the face to everything that people have been trying to do in Hollywood.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know,
0: as far as trying to tell new stories um steven we know you know we you haven't seen the movies what uh but if you had to pick one based on what you've heard Mm. what which one are you going for
3: well i just want to point out what a crime it was that logan is not on this list yeah amen. yeah personally beautiful movie it was a great movie i just had the chance to rewatch it and i've and i i've forgotten how just how gorgeous that movie was great acting great story great cinematography was just really good and um <clears throat> I just you know I think that's the tragedy personally for me if I were to narrow it down you know I'd like to see Dunkirk or Lady Bird or I mean Shape of Water and Three Billboards um where one's getting talked about a lot but I think uh I think Lindley's right I feel I feel like the post is going to be the surprise winner <laughs> it's just like well okay so, which is i you know sad i don't want that to be the case but
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> well i i refuse to go quietly into that dark night uh i'm going to say no to the post um <laughs> and hopefully tonight uh as you guys are watching the oscars Hopefully, you, uh, hopefully, the post does not walk away with the win. Um, But speaking of tonight, uh, as we kind of wrap up our Oscar talks and get ready for the main event of (laughs) uh, the Butter Bowl, uh, just a couple of of brief uh, middle of the show announcements. Uh, Tonight, during the Oscars, you can actually join me on the Twitter. As myself and a couple of other film podcasts uh, join in a a wonderful drinking game called Film Fam Oscar Game. Uh, If you type that hashtag in, you can see a variety of different uh, film podcasts who some of them are, some of us are drinking, some of us are not, uh, but we are all talking about the Oscars and whether or not our picks, um, our picks get selected. So if you are interested in playing or you just want to see the uh, hilariousness of this game and, and trust me, it is very entertaining. Uh, we did it for the Golden Globes and. I don't think anybody got anything right. (laughs) So there was a lot of drinking (laughs) going on. Uh, but there are the, the film podcasts that, that join us. They are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, please go check them out. Please go subscribe. Tell them popcorn prattle sent you. And, um, yeah. So again, uh, hashtag film fam Oscars game. Uh, and if you would like to really join in, uh, Go get your favorite beverage, and we will have some fun tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we keep going, uh, as per usual, we we have a uh, a promo for you for a uh, a show that we would like to uh, to help out. And actually, this one is a, a bit special because uh, coming up, we are going to be featuring a a new kind of mini <clears throat> podcast um, connected connected, of course, to Popcorn Prattle called Pretentious, Pretentious, Pretentious. Oh my gosh, I loved it. And uh, we are going to let them explain what the, what the show is and uh, when we come back, we will hear from Lindley about the results of the Butter Bowl. Stay tuned! Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. Though I'm sure
3: you saw us.
0: We are quite unforgettable.
3: Yes, quite.
0: We want to take this moment to promote our new segment on the Popcorn Prattle podcast entitled...
3: Pretentious, 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 oh my god,
0: I loved it. But I thought I was going to say the title and you were going to tell everyone that we'll be reviewing all of the classics of the cinema.
3: Yes, well I believe the title sounds much better from my mouth.
0: (laughs) I expect nothing less from an Oxford man.
2: Okay guys, that's about as much time as we have on this promo.
3: How dare you interrupt us, Bridget?
2: My name is Harriet.
0: Shut up, Jake. We'll decide when we're through. Okay, my camera you macchiato guys, is far too hot. I've you mean, told you I have right sensitive teeth. Do you understand what us, that means? But that is sensitive not a okay, It, not it not just burns just me back to my right very core because I'm an artist. We've had a good day. I'm so excited about pretentious, pretentious. <laughs> can I just say, it's um, going to be good. It is, it is, it is. Uh, I, I really want to know what, what movie they're going to, to do first. Um, I hope it's a good one. I have a feeling it won't be, or at least to <laughs> us it won't be. Um, But I guess we, I guess we will see. <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. Audience, you know what time it is. It's main event time. All right. It's time. It's the first annual Butter Bowl. Butter Bowl! I'm so excited. I got my tux on. Like, Okay, I got a shirt that has like a tux. <laughs> but I'm dressed fancy for this. And I'm so excited. Um, I wish there was like a red carpet. <laughs> and and whatnot, and we had uh, envelopes stuffed with you know the wrong the wrong winners, but it's okay. We're because we're better than the Oscars.
3: Oh my God! Um, look do. at everybody coming down the carpet. There's Marcus Sally. Oh my Marcus. God! That outfit is just
0: so awesome. Marcus, so who are good. you wearing?
2: Marcus, who are you
0: wearing? Ha, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and oh my God, Stephen! Oh my God, Stephen Bailey is here. Where did you get oh that? Oh my God, oh is my that gosh. Stephen how, Bailey? Was there was there a discount at Goodwill? um Wow. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. But you ain't gotta rub it in. Oh, it's amazing. Looks great. Oh my God, it's Lindley Key. Lindley, how are you? Oh, I went fine.
2: How are you?
3: Awesome. I am great. I am so wonderful. I love the dress. I oh, love thank it.
1: You. Thank you.
3: And I am I- so excited. Oh, oh, they're starting. I'll let you guys go.
2: <laughs> can this be a character? Steven,
0: Steven, I love it. <laughs> Steven, Steven needs to break this character out every year during during the Butter Bowl. I, 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 <laughs> I will. To just do remind do like, me. <laughs> you you Every year you do a 30-second uh, red carpet talk. Yes. 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 Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, goodness. All right. Will so do. here's how, here's how I recommend we do this. Okay. All right. uh, Steven and I will, we'll sit back, we'll relax. Lindley, it's all you. Yeah. You'll give us the, the, the uh, category, the uh, nominees, mm-hmm. and then you'll reveal who is the winner. And I guess we can, we'll just, you know, just like what we did with the Oscars, we'll just give like a, a couple little tidbits on, you know, yeah. why we Three. picked. Picked something or wasn't upset. Do we think something else was going to win? Yes. React um,
2: accordingly. Yes. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, I just want to take this uh, moment to thank everyone who voted. We did get a lot of responses. Um I'm glad that you stuck with us, despite some of our kind of odd uh, nominees for some of these categories. And and for those of you who didn't vote, that's totally fine. You know, join us next year. We're going to do this all again. But we decided, uh, we chose these nominees and these awards ourselves. We didn't want to do just like best picture, best, like the things that usually get voted on. These are... Uh, Categories that we decided and nominees that we, uh, part of Popcorn Prattle decided for ourselves. So some of them are fun, some of them are a bit serious. So um, (laughs) let let's start this off with probably my favorite, um, my favorite category, and that is best franchise killer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Best franchise killer. This is the movie oh, God. that,
2: you know, either it had a universe or it was going to start a universe. And just because of this movie, it's not happening anymore. So our nominees <laughs> for Best Franchise Killer are 2017's The Mummy, <laughs> Justice League, Alien Covenant, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, and transformers the last night can i get a drum roll please
0: (laughs) the
2: The mummy Finally, finally i have retribution listeners thank you for picking the mummy Thank
0: you. Yay. I, I just know that was like a hundred percent the mummy. Like no they were like, you know what? No, we're not even looking at the other ones. We're looking at the mummy.
2: It was so satisfying. It was so satisfying to see this win. So satisfying. That's
0: so. that's the only movie that was so bad that it forced <laughs> it forced its own reboot. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Like, like, we can all joke and say, like, you know, like, Spider-Man 3 was so bad or, like, Amazing <clears throat> Spider-Man 2 was so bad. No, 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 no. No, no,
2: Universal no, 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 no.
0: Universal straight up upset. Entire...
3: Like...
2: Yeah, it it got the majority of the votes. I think in second place was King Arthur. Because it's another one that was, it was supposed to start something and just, Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I yeah, pulled up yeah. my list and the analytic analytics as well, so I can uh, do all that. All right, so next category. Ooh, nice. Okay. All right, so the next category is most quotable quote. <gasps> Say that Ooh. three times fast. So this is the quote that, you know, you you watch it in the trailer or you watch it in the movie and it's just something you can, you know, plug into everyday life. Or you find yourself saying a, a lot. And the nominees are, tell them Leah has an urgent message for him. About his mother. From Star Wars The Last Jedi, said by Poe Dameron. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. From Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2.
1: Yes!
2: You'll float, too. You'll float, too. From it. And if we do nothing, neither are we human. From The Shape of Water. And the winner is, drumroll, we're
0: not doing it,
2: <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yes, well, of course. <laughs> yes, oh
0: yeah, oh it's such a good quote. Yep. And I remember, I remember that night when we were coming up with them. I was like, I was like, oh, how did I forget this? I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That's clearly gonna be the winner, and it was.
3: Yes, it was.
0: It's a solid quote. I mean, the Poe Dameron is 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 was very funny. Um, but I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I mean, they made that into a shirt.
1: They
2: did. Yeah, they and, did. and they. I I know people who cosplay as yondu mary poppins and it's amazing <laughs> it's fantastic um tied for second place is actually you'll float too and if we do nothing neither are we human mm. so mm. i was like yeah I love that one. i'm not sure All what right. to
3: make of that <laughs> this, right <laughs> that's kind of disturbing <laughs>
2: So what one, one is one is disturbing, one is like, oh, inspiration. Yeah, one is
3: very touching and heartwarming and the other one is very
0: disturbing. <laughs> right. Mm. Right.
2: <laughs> but it, darn it if it's not memorable. All right. So All right,
0: hit us with another one. Great.
2: Right. So our next category is Best Red Box Purchase. Now, this is the movie that maybe you were a little busy or budget was a little tight, so you wanted to see this movie. But you didn't go to the theater, so you're just going to wait to watch it when it comes to Redbox. You know, you're going <laughs> to wait. You're going to wait to see this movie. And our If we nom- ever make
0: a shirt, audience, that's that's what our... We're going to make a shirt that says that. <laughs> oh, I'll wait till it's <laughs> I'm on just Redbox. i just going to Redbox it. <laughs> redbox, redbox it. <laughs> it's fine. That's, a, that's an ongoing quote on this show. <laughs>
2: and our nominees are... Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales John Wick Chapter 2 The Lego Batman Movie Kingsman The Golden Circle and Kong Skull Island and our winner is
0: uh, yeah.
2: Kingsman The Golden Circle
0: oh yeah I was kind
2: of a little surprised by this one. it was a tight race though yeah this this one was a tight race I we have a for second place we have a three-way tie between John Wick, Lego Batman and Pirates. No one cares about King Kong apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we had a few vote for King Kong but not many but yeah um yeah I' I was honestly not expecting Kingsman to win.
0: I I think I think a lot more people like Kingsman than what the critics gave it uh, credit for. Um, I thought Golden Circle was great. Um, hit me right in the feels a lot of times.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> right In the feels,
0: someone someone said it perfectly. If you liked Kingsman, you're gonna like Kingsman. The, the Golden Circle. Oh, I'll,
2: I'll red box so. it. Yeah, you
1: can mailbox
0: Yay. it. That's why That's why that I bought awesome. it. And that's why I, I bought winner. it on a whim and enjoyed it.
2: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next category is the movie best-deserving of a sequel. Um, <laughs> now, some of these hmm. may have been announced. Some of them maybe not. But they're movies that we really enjoyed and want to see the story continue. And our nominees are Baby Driver, Get Out, The Lego Batman Movie, Logan and Captain Underpants
0: <laughs>
2: Shut up i think you really like this movie
0: <laughs> No no it's like it's like um it's like darkest hour dunkirk the post and the boss baby <laughs> Like that's what it feels like
2: <laughs> And our winner is the lego batman movie
3: yes yes yes
2: i I was happy with this choice i was happy with this choice um again pretty tight race in second place we have baby driver
0: oh yeah Yeah, nice.
2: but not by not by a whole lot Mm
0: -hmm, about mm -hmm.
2: six percent is what's separating this one Oh,
1: okay. So yeah, still good.
2: yeah, it's still good. But I, it was a good choice, good, good choice, audience. Hopefully, hopefully, we do get a Lego Batman movie, a- another one. I know we're I... getting, I know we're getting another Lego movie, yeah, in the near future. But I'm talking about just in this Batman universe.
0: I think it was popular enough that people liked it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that people yeah, that they cool. would, and it, it earned enough money, I think, to to get a sequel. Yeah. I would assume. Yes. So, yeah, yeah.
2: Alright, so this one is another category I am really excited about, and apparently it was one that you guys were really excited about, too. This is the viewer's choice. Now, by viewer's choice, I mean the movie that audiences loved, but maybe critics not so much. Kind of the opposite Mm -hmm. of what we saw with The Last Jedi, where audiences hated it but critics loved it Mm -hmm. it's the the opposite people loved it critics hated it and our nominees are the greatest showman the emoji movie bright and justice league now before i say the winner on this one and if you guys are following us on instagram Or any of our other social media sites, you will know that this had to be decided in a tiebreaker.
1: Mm Because I didn't want to just leave this
2: to a tie. I I felt like this category deserved a clear winner. And after the tiebreaker, we do have that clear winner, and it is. The greatest showman. This is the
1: greatest show. <laughs> this is me. I
3: will I will take that over the alternate. <laughs> yes. The,
2: the, Thank you for the, restoring
3: some of my faith in humanity, voters. Yes.
2: As far as percentages go, this is how it went. The ultimate hmm. vote was between the greatest showman and Justice League. So, wow. but when I put it to the tiebreaker vote. Greatest Showman had 71% against Justice League. 71%. Mm-hmm. So, there, that was the clear winner of the tiebreaker, and thus the Greatest Showman is given an award. And I'm glad it did because I've talked on the show, this movie fascinates me mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. no end. I have my opinions about Greatest Showman, I think it's not that great a movie. But I listen to the soundtrack almost every day. Like, before I start to do a workout, I listen to This Is Me. But audiences Mm -hmm. have just gone crazy over this. It took a few weeks. Mm
1: -hmm. It took Mm -hmm. a few
2: weeks. Like, after it came to theaters. But it's just on the box office has that staying power. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: it's, it's a movie that audiences can really like. Uh, you take their take the kids, take your grandma, and it, and it's it's just a fun movie.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
2: go go Greatest Showman. So, but that's nice. that's kind of a a movie category. Most of these are movie categories, but we do have somewhat of a TV category. Now, <laughs> I think if we mm-hmm. do this um, again, we can open this up to. Uh, Netflix original movies or, you know, other other things like that. But most of these nominees, all of these nominees are TV shows, and that is for the best streaming pick. Not just Netflix, but we're talking Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. Try to get a, a good mix yeah. of, um, of platforms in this category. So this is the one, you know, the most binge-worthy original streaming show out there. And our nominees are Ozark, Glow, The Series of Unfortunate Events, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Handmaid's Tale. And our winner is.
0: Ooh, I'm, I'm nervous about this one. I don't know who could win. I'm nervous Sorry. too. Better, 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 better,
2: Winning by only 3%. Ooh. The marvelous Mrs. Mason.
0: <gasps> wow. I am mm.
2: so happy with this, though, because it's a fantastic comedy. <clears throat>
3: mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Do you want to know what was number two?
0: Yes, please. please.
2: The Handmaid's Tale.
0: Wow. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. And, I would have thought Glow for- would have been second.
2: Well, tied for third is Glow and Ozark.
0: Okay, I could see I, that.
3: I, I will take that. Those are both yeah, great I shows. It that. was mm. it was a
2: close race, but marvelous, Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. <clears throat> and I'm glad. I'm very, very glad that people are watching the show
1: because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm.
2: it's it's just so good. It has a fantastic female protagonist, <laughs> a, just a great supporting cast, and it's funny. It's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also pretty heartfelt too, and you know it's always nice to watch Tony Shalhoub.
0: Indeed, <laughs> I need watch. I need to, I really do need to watch it. Um, I, I during the Golden Globes, um, that's all I kept hearing. hmm Was a the was a first about, episode the show.
2: The first episode is on YouTube. I think after, um, the, after the Golden Globes, they put up the first episode on YouTube for people to watch.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, go go watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's the streaming award-winning pick.
0: Indeed, indeed. Right. On this here, our butter Bowl.
2: On this here, our, our butter Bowl. Now- <laughs> The butter Bowl
3: awards are brought to you in part by Shenanigans Incorporated.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Marcus, that that's a great laugh you got there, and that's appropriate for our next category. It's the LMAO <laughs> award. <laughs> that was the, that was yes. the first <laughs> on cue.
1: Uh
2: this is this is the movie that for better or for worse she just couldn't help but laugh at. And in a good you, way or a bad way? I will, guess we'll find out we'll from see, the nominations. We'll <laughs> um, and our nominees are The Disaster Artist, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, okay.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Spider Man Homecoming. Power Rangers and the Lego <laughs> Batman
0: movie. I'm gonna tell this you this is gonna be interesting.
2: If Power Rangers is on this list, it's because Marcus nominated it.
0: Yeah, I did. I'm throwing <laughs> yeah, I under nominated the it right now. Yeah, I nominated <laughs> it. I honestly don't remember half the things that we talked about by the way so so if i if it sounds like i'm generally shocked by like some of these picks, (laughs) it's because i completely forgot that we made them Um. all
2: right well our winner is (laughs) thor
0: ragnarok yes uh by by a good bit I bet. By a
2: real good bit. 61% a, of the voters voted for Thor Ragnarok. It's a funny movie. No, it's hilarious. My my pick was the disaster artist,
0: but mm. I'm very
2: I'm very happy Thor Ragnarok won, and I'm even happier that not a single person voted for Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are
2: smart. I feel like Power
0: Rangers was a throwaway. <laughs> I feel like yep, it was like, yep, yeah. <laughs> we needed to feel. We needed one more movie, Power Rangers. Power Rangers, throw oh, it in heck. there.
2: uh yeah. Um. Now, I you might be disappointed in in Power Rangers not winning anything, but it's not in this next category for the biggest disappointment.
0: it's not i didn't say i didn't maybe i got it confused maybe i meant to put it in this one
2: (laughs) maybe maybe so the biggest disappointment of the year is of course the movie you were just looking forward to either it's been super anticipated um just you waited so long for a movie to be made for it and it just didn't hold up
0: Emily, it's okay. Suicide Squad can't hurt you anymore. It's...
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong here, Marcus. Wrong here.
3: I'm but for sorry. me, the pain <laughs> is still too near. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway.
2: <laughs> the nominees are... <laughs>
3: Valerian
2: and the City of a Thousand Planets.
3: Oh, yeah, I forgot that one existed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I'm getting the ones with the longest titles out of the way. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. The Dark Tower and mm. The Mummy.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, this will be so interesting. These are some pigs. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is okay, anyone's we'll game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and our winner is the dark tower
0: wow yeah man did not see that one coming
2: i i was very surprised i thought it was going to be like uh the best franchise killer and the mummy was going to take it which the mummy did come in second place and so <laughs> of course it did both ghost in the shell and valerian are tied for third but a lot of people have been waiting for this Dark Tower series to become a movie. And while mm-hmm. I've never read the books, I was really intrigued by the story. It had some great actors in it. And I saw this one. Oh, boy. It was bad. It was mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. bad. I'm the talking. Same. There was there was one scene in the movie where it was like they had to do reshoots and the little boy had gone through puberty because his voice was a lot more high-pitched before he started talking this certain monologue. And I was like, oh, his voice just dropped. And then the next scene, it was right back <laughs> to where it was earlier in the movie. I'm like, ooh,
3: oh." You know, I honestly bad. forgot that the Dark Tower was this past year. I completely forgot mm. about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there oh, was wow. a weekend where they kind of, you know, accepted the truth. That it didn't live up to expectations. And then I completely forgot that was this past year. Yeah. Man, what a year. It has been quite a year. year.
2: (laughs) Well, our next category is a little bit lighter. It is the It Takes Two Award. Now, this category was going to be called the I Ship It Award. But once once you see some of the nominees, you'll get why we didn't call it that. Uh, this is best, basically <laughs> the best screen chemistry award, um, the best duo, best couple, whichever you want to call it. Uh, hopefully, you wouldn't call some of these couples, but yeah, let's let's see our nominees. Our nominees are Eliza and the creature from *The Shape of Water*, or the amphibious man, as amphibian mm-hmm. man as. IMDB calls him. Uh, (laughs) Diana and Steve from Wonder Woman. Rocket and Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Nova and Maurice from War for the Planet of the Apes. And Logan and Laura from Logan. And our winner is.
0: Logan and Laura. Yes, oh, that justice. is what I am
3: talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm very that, happy. I mean about that this. the fact that that's not getting the recognition it deserves at the Academy Awards, I am so glad. Like that's what makes the Butter Bowls better is that we actually saw that we saw that movie number one, and it's it's great. It's okay. such a great relationship and you see the arc of it portrayed beautifully mm-hmm. um by by everybody in that film. Um and half the film she doesn't even say words. So, which is um, which is incredible to me that you're able it's to awesome. have that arc and yet yeah. I might watch that movie tonight to be honest it's a
2: great movie and i Mm -hmm. i totally agree with what steven said it it should have got nominated for a lot more at the oscars than it did
1: yeah Uh, yeah
2: and our last category ladies and gentlemen is the best socially aware movie this is the movie that you know made you think a little bit made you kind of appreciate the world a little more Made you want to invoke some change, what whatever, it gave you the feels. It gave mm-hmm. you the feels to either do better or just to think. And our nominees. And before are, anybody
0: says anything, uh-huh. black Black Panther was not out yet. No, but it'll. I list. can
2: guarantee it's probably going to be on next year's Butterball nominees. Oh yeah, probably
0: so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, our nominees are. Wonder Woman, Bright, Get Out, I, Tanya, and Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'll admit it. I said not put Power Rangers in there. Watch Power Rangers again. Think about it, okay? Stay woke, America.
2: Yeah, you make sure sh- next time you're out and about you make sure to appreciate your crispy cream a little better. <laughs> it might be gone the next day.
0: Stay woke, Lindley. Stay woke.
2: <laughs> I'm finna woke, okay?
0: <laughs> Thanks, Jax Films. Get woke, Steven.
2: <laughs> Anyways, our winner. Uh. <laughs> drum roll, please.
0: <laughs> Get out. <gasps> what by no
2: a ton? Like oh, seventy three percent of the vote went to get out.
0: Wow! wow.
2: Only seventeen percent went to Wonder Woman.
0: And oh, I'm
2: I'm worried about some of you guys because one of y'all voted for Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> And nobody voted for I Tanya, which I'm kind <clears> of <throat> sad about, because they, that movie, hmm. despite yeah. the whole you know being about Nancy Kerrigan, Tonya Harding, it it does shed a light on the just the horrors of domestic abuse.
1: Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. it does
2: do that. So that I voted for. Um, I didn't vote. I obviously voted for Get Out, but I I did throw it in for a nomination for I Tanya. But yeah, mm-hmm, get out. Mm-hmm. Get out took this award just and ran with it.
0: Nice. I um, mean, again, I I mean, especially since I don't think Get Out is going to get the rec like a lot of recognition at the Oscars um on Sunday, uh i.e. tonight when this podcast is published. But I feel like um I do feel like uh at least it gets some sort of recognition here and, and the people, the people seem to enjoy it. Um, and really, and really kind of get like a, a nice social impact from it. Um, which it does. I mean, it it really, it really does. Um, now would get out, survive the onslaught of black Panther. Probably not, which is why I'm sure Jordan Peele would be very glad that black Panther is not nominated in this year's butter bowls, but, uh, (laughs) good luck to anybody good luck to any of the films that come out this year uh for the second annual butter bowl awards um lindley thank and you so thank much for for running the butter bowl and you, and and thank you guys, all those
2: thank you guys for voting like yeah, i'm absolutely I'm super surprised like just thank you
0: Mm-hmm. and i and i know a number of uh i know i know a number of film podcasts i know you guys came out and you voted. And if you're listening to this, thank you guys so much for, you know, just for your full support um and you know, welcoming us into this film podcast community. I did not realize there were so many of us, uh but it is it is nice to be able to chat with you guys and you know, hopefully we can do more things in the future. Um but I will say this guys as as much fun as the butter bowls were i can't help but feel like we need to have a very clear movie of the year i feel like we need one
1: hmm.
0: which is why audience in the spirit of march <gasps> madness we are going to have our very own march movie madness that's right Steven, Lindley, and myself are going head-to-head-to-head in the first ever March movie madness where we will decide on the movie of the year. Now... Uh, So allow me... uh, Now,
2: this isn't, like, the movie that came out in 2017.
0: Correct. Correct. These are movies that we feel as... Popcorn as members of Popcorn Prattle. Uh, this is the movie that we feel. If you don't watch any other movie this year, like if you don't watch Avengers: Infinity War, which, by the way, I hope you heard that it got moved up. We're getting oh a gosh, lot sooner.
2: I'm So excited! I almost had a heart attack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it got moved up. If you don't see, if you don't see uh, Avengers: Infinity War, which why wouldn't you um you definitely need to watch uh one of these movies on our on our march movie madness list and we're gonna help you decide well you're gonna help us decide uh which movie that is um so what we've decided to do was we all drafted four movies to represent us and we are putting those movies head-to-head head with each other and uh, i style. i would like to i'd like to share our picks yes i have um, we them don't right ha- here. We don't, wonderful uh we don't have to explain why we pick them um unless you feel driven to but uh let's uh let's round table this and then before when we and we'll tell the matchups in a in a, in a moment but uh <clears throat> let's let's just go around the table and let's share what our uh what our picks were. Uh Steven, would you like to start?
3: Yes, and just to clarify, these are movies from any time, right?
0: Yeah. These are okay. movies from any time. Yes. These are Not just like necessarily
3: our favorites. Uh this past year, but our own personal I guess you could almost say maybe top four, but you know, personal favorites. Um so the Correct. films I chose, uh Jurassic Park for reasons I don't think I need to really explain. Um, I think I've explained it many times on the show. Uh it's just, you know, it's the my own personal favorite movie. It was a landmark film that, you know, first pioneered techniques that films are still using to this day. Um then I also nominated uh what I would all I would personally consider one of Spielberg's best films, Munich, uh which was as socially relevant today as As it was back in 2005 when he first released it, um, about the aftermath of the uh, 1972 Summer Olympics uh, terrorist attacks. Um, Kind of a darker film there, but uh, the other two options that I nominated were Amelie, which is a gorgeous film. If you've never seen it, it is a French film, uh, but it's a very, a very warm film. I can't think of a. Like, if I'm going to think of a feel-good, warm movie, it's that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, It's not... I mean, uh, don't let little kids watch it, because there is some stuff in there that's not appropriate for them, but um, uh, (laughs) it is a very good movie. And then uh, a slightly lesser-known movie, except for Studio Ghibli fans out there, uh, is the cartoon When Marnie Was There, a very... uh, a very intentionally paced um, character analysis uh, that is very moving and a very um, emotional film that I just think is one of the most amazing and beautiful uh, animated films I've ever seen, personally. So those are my four nominations.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lindley, what did you pick? <clears throat> Who did you draft for this tournament?
2: I try I tried to get a mix of movies honestly. Um my my first pick and the the first movie that made me fall in love with movies is Disney's Beauty and the Beast. It's just it's it's a simple story. It's a story for light of a better phrase, it's a tale as old as time. Um but just from animation to music, it still draws audiences in and still you know gets gets me fills me with the feels i love it Mm -hmm. um another pick of mine uh this is this is my bad day movie i don't know why because it's not a typically happy movie but if i'm feeling sad or if it's a rainy day this is the movie i go to and it is 500 days of summer Mm.
1: it's
2: a rom-com (laughs) that kind of turns the rom-com on its head you think it's you think it's going to be this happy you know go lucky movie but and it's it's shot brilliantly and i love the way it's stylized and just i i love that movie uh my next pick is of course the empire strikes back the movie that started the whole twist ending, okay, it didn't start, but you know who's you're gonna say you know, made it popular. Father before you start quoting Rosebud. Um so yeah, it's I I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. I remember having lightsaber battles in my living room with my dad. so I I have to give Empire Strikes back some credit. Mm. And then my fourth pick, I have made it no secret that I love classic horror. I love me some monster movies. And so I'm putting 1925's The Phantom of the Opera on my list. You can say that Dracula was the one that started it off, but mm -mm, nope. It was Phantom. It was Lon Chaney. It's... It was groundbreaking in so many ways. People were fainting in the theaters during that unmasking scene. So it began such a style for filmmaking and just part of my love for that story, for that genre. So yeah, Phantom of the Opera.
0: Very cool. Well, unfortunately, y'all... I picked the winners <laughs> for this tournament and uh, uh, I uh, I chose some of my my recent favorite movies um no I think I think these are great choices that that Lindley and Steven have, have picked and it I actually got very nervous when I looked at the lineup and you guys will find out why in a moment uh so the first movie I picked was baby driver this is a movie that I I still love um despite of course Kevin Spacey darkening it for me. Um I think it's such a cool movie and I highly encourage you if you if you haven't seen Baby Driver yet, you need to go watch it because it's great. It's a wonderful it's a wonderful film. It is the film that Edgar Wright did uh after he left the Ant-Man project so there's a lot of elements that he wanted to put in Ant-Man in Baby Driver and it kind of gives you a sense of like what what could have been um, had Edgar Wright stayed uh, the second movie is another Edgar Wright film it is Scott Pilgrim versus the world um, I remember Stephen and I and our and our weird group of friends we used to watch this movie like daily well, um, almost religiously <laughs>
3: we... it was so amazing <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, and, and every time we watched it, we would analyze it and we would always come to the same conclusion, um, that we all wished that the people that we were dating at the time, uh, had seven evil ex boyfriends, um, or seven evil exes so that we could fight them. <laughs> to be, to be clear, there
3: were girls in this group as well.
0: Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so it was, uh, so it's definitely a, um, it's definitely a great movie, and I and I felt like it was it's a great a pick, pick to put into March movie madness. Uh, the next pick that I have uh, is Inglorious Bastards, um, which I remember that was the first movie I ever saw, and me and my friends clapped at the end of it because it was so amazing. Um, and I also I also remember Stephen. I used to we wouldn't quote it but we would use like voices from the movie like to prepare for parts and stuff um when we're just goofing off and kind of running lines and i felt like it is it's such an impactful movie um quentin tarantino i feel like a tarantino film is never in these type of things so i wanted to put a tarantino film in there uh and hopefully hopefully they'll they will get to the end uh and then my last pick was Creed um featuring Michael B Jordan who you guys recently saw as uh Eric Killmonger in Black Panther um Wakanda Forever uh this this movie actually and and funny thing about Creed Creed is actually directed by Ryan Coogler um who was also the director of Black Panther and when i showed my mom Creed cuz she was like ah, Creed like i don't want to watch a rocky movie she watched Creed not only did she cry but when I told her that the guy that directed Creed was the director of Black Panther, she was like, we're going on day one. Um, So, I mean, this is just a testament. Creed is just a testament to Ryan Coogler's ability as a director, kind of in the same way. It's really, really, these, I picked all four of these movies for the director. Um. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I love Edgar Wright. He's a wonderful director. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler has become one of my favorite directors now. Um, and I think he is just going to, he is going to really take the world by storm in upcoming projects, especially after the success of Black Panther. Um, So, now, audience, here is what is going to happen. We are actually going to let you all decide uh, what movies are going to make it to the end. And so every week we'll do another round. Once this podcast airs, you can go on to our Google form and you can vote for who should move on to round two. To round two. Okay? So... What are the first round matchups? Well, I'm so glad you asked, audience. First up, we've got Beauty and the Beast versus When Marnie Was There. Then we've also got Scott Pilgrim versus The World versus 500 Days of Summer. On the other side, we have Creed versus Munich. And last but certainly not least, We've got franchise versus franchise with Jurassic Park versus The Empire Strikes Back. Now, fortunately, fortunately, we do have a couple of a couple of bye weeks. So there are four movies that automatically get to the second round. Those movies are Baby Driver, Amelie, The Phantom of the Opera, and Inglorious Bastards. Uh, so you will not be voting for those just yet. But we will be voting for these first round, uh, first round movies, and we will see at the end of the week who is moving on to round two. I'm so excited, guys, and I'm so uh, excited for our audience to get uh, get involved and to to see what they pick because I was surprised by their picks for the butter bowl. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so I'd be interested to see what they what they end up deciding. I think there's going to be some upsets. If I had to, if I had to guess, I'm I'm going to say Beauty and the Beast might be either Beauty and the Beast or Five Hundred Days of Summer. That's going to be what is called the Cinderella story. That's going that's the underdog that you're like mm, you're gonna get knocked out in round one, and they end up going all the way. They're the one that just overcomes the odds. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but. That's just what I think. Notice I did not pick my own. I didn't. Although I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping Scott Pilgrim versus the World wins because that will just make my year. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, more, it is more so than Black Panther. Uh, what's that?
2: I said, would it make your year more so than Black Panther?
0: <laughs> Lindley, don't play with my emotions like that. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 Wakanda forever. Uh audience, we have had such a, a blast talking with you guys. Um it is late for us as we're recording this, so we're going to wrap this up. Um but before we do, uh Lindley, where can the folks at home reach you if they if they want to talk to you and connect? Folks
2: at home, you can find me mostly on Instagram at little lottie that's L O T T I E. Um, I post a lot of the things about my life. I post my cosplay things. And speaking of which, I'm on Facebook at Little Lottie Cosplay, and follow that Little <clears throat> Lottie all the way over to uh, Stardust, and uh, yeah, follow me there.
0: Stephen, where can the folks at home? Folks make you at home, go? if you head over to
3: YouTube, type in Bailey's Film Workshop. You can follow me there. Uh, check out my videos and content. You can also follow me on Twitter at Bailey's Workshop.
0: And, of course, audience, you can always reach me at the Facebook page of Popcorn Prattle as well as the Popcorn Prattle uh, Twitter handle, at popcorn underscore prattle. Uh, you can also reach me on my own personal Twitter. I'm always on there now. Um kind of obsessed with it at the moment. Uh, at Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Laroy L-A-R-O-Y. Um, and you, like I said, you will be able to find uh, the voting platforms where you guys can go on you can vote for which movies you would like to see reach the end and uh in our next episode i think we will be at the uh if i'm not mistaken we should be at the semi-finals um by the time we reach our next episode so we'll be able to announce I think we'll actually be able to announce who is in the finals on that next episode in two weeks. So if you enjoy the show, like I said, go on to iTunes or whatever application you're using to listen to this show. Go on to it, subscribe, uh, follow us. We're on Stitcher, we're on uh, TuneIn, we're on Potable, we're on everything now, um, except for Spotify. We're still trying to get on on Spotify. uh, but you can find us in a. We're even on the moon. Oh my gosh, we're even on the moon. The <laughs> moon. And uh, and like I said, you can you can find us every every two weeks, guys. So we will see you then. And I think everyone that is all that I need to say. Correct. I think so. Correcto. All right, audience. I leave you with this. From all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, and tranquility. You all take care now.
2: Make your choices.